You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. So when you want to call, you dial that number. Call! It's the Jeep Talk Show Call-In Show with Tammy and Tony. They're going to be talking Jeeps with you. There's no show without you, so call in now. Just make the call. Good call! Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. This is our first show of 2017, and it's episode 22 of the Jeep Talk Colin Show, a show all about you, a chance where you get to share your Jeep experiences live. Each week we ask you a question about anything Jeep, and we want you to call in and share your story. We love to hear from our listeners, you. So please give us a call. You can call in right now. Just dial 302-202-1110 and enter in the code 219-835. I'm Tammy, a.k.a. Jeep Mama, from the blog JeepMama.com. And joining me every Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Central, is Tony, the founder of the Jeep Talk Show podcast. Hey, Tony. The cornerstone, kind of like a uh, a dumb brick or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, down here in uh, the great state of Texas. Uh, it's a, a red state, Tammy. I think I've mentioned that before. Yes, you and, have many, uh, many, 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 many times. Although they they do allow other colored vehicles in this state, sadly. Um, but then again, it makes it stand out even more when I'm driving around. But uh, yeah, yeah, we've, uh, you know, this show has actually been on since uh, 20. 10. So with t- 2017, at least uh, coming uh, in December, wow. the show will, you know, December 2017, the show will have been on for uh, seven years, not continuously because, uh, you know, you get tired of doing shows and nobody listening. Right. <laughs> so you, you kind of, you think they not, they're not, but you kind of, you kind of peter out, you know, and uh, you go, Oh, nobody's listening. What do I care? I'll be, I'll uh, take a vacation for a couple of months. So, uh, yeah, that's why the, uh, the, the episodes don't all add up to, to seven years, but we have been doing this. And of course I started by myself and then I've got, uh, uh, Josh and Tammy to blame, uh, for sharing the sickness of wanting to come on Addiction. and talk about Jeeps. Yeah. So, uh, we really appreciate you guys, uh, being here with us and, uh, uh, talking to us and we want to hear from you. So if you haven't called in before, we'd love to hear from you. If you've called in before, there's no reason not to call on again because we want to hear from you and find out, well, what's going on since the last time we spoke with you. So, yep. Tammy, what are we talking about tonight? Well, the other day on the Jeep Talk Show and on my podcast or on my, my blog, I shared my top 2016 moments of um, just my life in general. And I was thinking, hey, let's ask people what their favorite Jeep moment of 2016 was. I mean, I have lots of them. Um, Mine was getting my Jeep lifted and oh, yeah. getting my 35-inch tires. That was my big moment. Yeah. Have um, you, what, what have you noticed since then? Have you noticed more looks, more uh, it, uh, you have problems uh, getting in, sliding out, get your pants dirty when you get out? Yeah. I mean, you know, no, what, what I, is yeah, it? I do, do get my pants muddy sometimes from sliding out on the sliders. Um, but I do notice a lot more people comment I'm like, Jeep, man, that's a cool Jeep. That's Isn't a badass that Jeep. I, I love mean, your Jeep. It's amazing what a lift and tires will do. I mean, you know, really, they, if you just do that stuff to it, it just really makes it stand out. Totally. It. Um, and hey, Tony, we have a caller. All right. Well, let's see who we yeah. have. Uh, hey, thanks for calling in, caller. Who do we have and uh, what kind of Jeep do you have? 
Oh, hello, hello. He left at eight thirteen. Oh, we just missed you, caller. So you Aww. can call back. It was testing yeah. the number. So, well, uh, we appreciate you calling in. Maybe there was, uh, maybe it was a cell call and just went out of range or something. Right. Well, that gives me an opportunity to share my one of my favorite moments. If if we have time, Tammy, if you don't mind oh, yeah. uh, listening, nope. go right ahead. Um. So, <laughs> I was uh, uh, I was at a, uh, a place called Red Robin with my uh, older daughter. And uh, we were uh, having uh, having a nice meal, and then uh, in my Jeep, my red Jeep, nineteen ninety eight Jeep Cherokee, and uh, it has uh, you know winch and several other uh, off road amenities on it. And uh, we came out, and this uh, this young man, um, probably in his like maybe seventeen, eighteen years old, comes up to me and says, "Hey man, can you do me a favor?" And I'm figuring he wants an autograph because of the Jeep or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's He says, we're stuck. Uh, and oh. there was this large uh, area just adjacent to the, uh, just right across the street, actually, from uh, the Red Robin. And it was uh, a uh, uh, a subdivision that didn't happen. So there was a large area that had been flattened, and it was, you know, just dirt and stuff. So there was a lot of mud, and people would love to go out there and take their off-road vehicles. Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't legal, uh, they would go out there. And this guy had gotten stuck. And he was also in a Jeep Cherokee. No oh, wow. modifications whatsoever. Right. And they had found, he and his uh, his little brother, that probably was a couple of years younger, probably 16 or something, got stuck in like the only mud puddle out there. And it wasn't a very long mud puddle. It wasn't a very deep mud puddle. Uh, and uh, But they, they got stuck in there. So uh, I made uh, I made one of them hook up the the winch line, and I you know I gave them the. Yeah, you're uh, the, not going to get dirty. Well, uh, more than more than that is I wanted them to have the liability of where they hook it up. I'll advise them, but That's true. but also too I don't want to have the liability of uh, them saying, well, you know, we, oh, yeah, we we asked for the help, but uh, he's the one that hooked it up, and he's the one that you know ripped our rear end out from underneath us because. You know, they because he, he, he yeah. wrapped it around a, a shock or something. You know, so I just told them, and, uh, and so that was no problem. They hooked it up, and uh, it was a stock Cherokee, so they had nothing to hook up to, no tow points to hook up to. So they hooked it up to the the uh, the rear, um, just right next to the rear differential, and I gave them a tree stat tree strap to use. So that it wasn't the the winch line, because I think everybody knows you don't wrap the wrench winch line around itself. Uh, you know, hook onto it. You use a, a tree strap and the hook. So anyway, and a D ring. So anyway, I uh, I uh, pulled them out. It was really easy to do. It wasn't that big a deal. They were just high centered because uh, they just gotten too too deep of uh, mud. Right. And uh, pulled them out and uh, uh, ran the uh, was running the uh, the winch line back in. And uh, the uh, the older kid was letting the younger kid drive. And you know what they did? They got stuck again. They jumped in. The young kid floored it to try to make it through the mud puddle and got stuck again. <laughs> tisk, tisk. So did you have to winch him out again? I did. And oh. I uh, I told both of them. I'm gonna did they t- even have it in... Four wheel drive. Yeah, it was it was too deep for that for that stock Jeep, and it was just it was the stock tires. Right. So, (laughs) I told them both very sternly. I said, "Look, man, you know whatever you want to do, but this is the last time I'm winching you out." And the older kid goes, "I'm sorry, I'm driving, no problem." Uh, Uh And I said, "You know, 
go for it, man. You want to go through that puddle? I understand. Go right, go for it. But I'm leaving. <laughs> so I'm out of here. This time, the older kid got in and, and they drove away very right. easily because they weren't going through, you know, a foot of mud. Yeah, a ten foot mud hole. So I, uh, I guess I'll always remember that because not so much people getting stuck and wanting help, but the audacity of you know being stuck, having right. to go and ask somebody for help, and then trying it again. All again. Yeah, and I understand, you know, wanting to make it, but you do stuff like that when you pull yourself out. Right. <laughs> You're not asking somebody else. A stranger, so, too. I mean, we're all friendly oh, yeah. and stuff in the Jeep community, but... Yeah, and I'm sure they lived right there in, in the neighborhood. Uh, Red Robin isn't very very far from where we live, and I even told them about XJTalk.com, uh, you know, because they got an XJ. It's a four-wheel drive. They're right. obviously in, interested in, in off-road, but there was just a couple of kids, probably 16, 18 years old, or maybe 16, 17 years old. And uh, actually, they couldn't even gotten on the site uh, because we have an 18-year-old uh, or older restriction. So, but anyway, it was it was very funny to watch them do it. Right, folks. We are sharing our favorite Jeep moment from 2016, and um, I was saying mine was lifting my Jeep. And actually, you know, Tony, when you were telling your story, it was actually driving my lifted Jeep. Um, for the first time at Roush Creek. Oh, it's great. That, it's great that your trails. husband. Uh, oh, I was thinking about when you were driving at home. Oh, it yeah. Was, no, we're driving at home. That was pretty cool too. It was great that husband. your husband was taking uh, taking a video Videotaping, of that. Yeah, yeah. That was it. That was really. I was like, oh my god, I'm not going to be able to drive this Jeep. <laughs> you know, it's. I just felt really, really way too high, and I felt like I was going to tip over. But now, shoot, it's you know old hat. It's just all what you get used to, and it's funny because we this past weekend we are we went to CarMax to go sit in different cars mm-hmm. to try to help my son. We we got to get him a car because he's learning to drive, and you really shouldn't learn to drive in a lifted Jeep because you're gonna um, it spoils you. <laughs> well, and you'll flunk the test automatically when you pull up, and the yeah person, yeah all like, the Sorry. all yeah. the markers that you memorize right. are going to be different. But I will never go back to a regular car. I was sitting in like a Honda Accord, the Civic, the Kia Optima, oh, all those. and All fine automobiles, was, but, you know, in comparison, gee. It was so claustrophobic, and I couldn't see over the hood, and I just, it was just really, a, you know, I don't know if I'll ever be able to drive a car again. You know, uh, actually, you're kind of lucky being uh, an older person in life, getting your Jeep and stuff. Uh, I actually started uh, in uh, 1983, probably closer to 84, with my first uh, 4 by, 4x4 vehicle uh, when I was in my early 20s. And it was an, a 1983 uh, Chevrolet pickup, full size. It's square body, I think is what they call it nowadays. And I lifted it four inches and put uh, 36 and a half inch tires on it. Mm-hmm. And it was an absolute blast to drive. I mean, it was it was so high. I had to pull myself up uh, using yep. the the steering wheel, the grab handle. Yeah. Uh, no, the steering wheel. Uh, there yeah. was I didn't know about grab handles. I mean, back then there was no internet. There was uh, magazines, you know, off road magazines. And if it oh, wasn't yeah. if it wasn't in the magazine, you know, you didn't know about it. And actually, I couldn't have reached a grab handle at the top of the door. Uh, the the steering wheel I grabbed towards the bottom, like about the uh, oh, the okay. seven seven o'clock position. Right. And uh, anyway, that was a lot of fun. And uh, whenever um, uh, my uh, first son came along, I had to make the decision, was I going to keep that truck or was I going to get something that was more family friendly? So I had to trade it in and uh, I got a uh, Camaro 
to drive around in. And it was okay, but it wasn't the truck. No, so it that's wasn't, for sure. Yeah, it wasn't until uh, 98 that I was uh, able to get into the four-wheel drive. And, of course, it's the vehicle I have now. Well, we have um, a familiar caller on the line right now, and that's Steve 4.3 LXJ. Steve is here to, to, to save us. Hey, I know, Steve. save thanks the J. For- he always says. But you know what? His stories are so awesome. <laughs> He's got a bunch of them. Hey, Steve, thanks for calling. Hey, well, sure, why not? Got to bail you out, right? That's yeah. right. <laughs> not another Please, Tony story. Steve, <laughs> save us. Super Steve. Well, I think my... My best Jeep moment was uh, last summer. Uh, we uh, packed up the family, and uh, my grandson was was with us. And uh, I shouldn't say pack up the family; it's my wife and I and grandson. And uh, we went uh, camping for nine days in uh, an area of uh, California that's very historically rich in mining history. And uh, we were uh, on this trail called uh, Snake Lake Trail, and uh, it was rough. You know, it's it's one of those uh, trails that's probably rated a five in spots, and uh, we were on our way up and out, and, and uh, there was this place that I had to stop and look at it for a minute, and uh, uh, wife said, you're not going to make that. <laughs> challenge so, uh, accepted <laughs> yeah yeah and so uh i saw where some people had stacked a couple of rocks and it was right in front of this the highest point on the whole thing so uh i got my wheels just right on it and drove right up it Yay! <laughs> nobody said anything everybody was just quiet yeah of course <laughs> especially your wife i know <laughs> Did you want to look yeah. at her and say, what can she say? You know, I did make it. <laughs> <laughs> she ought to know better by now, Steve. Well, there's been once or twice we didn't make it. That was several years ago. I've improved the Jeep since then. And you're, uh, you're, yeah. are you working on improvements now? I, uh, I don't know if you've actually started the, uh, the axle, uh, upgrade yet. Yes, I, I have started. Uh, uh, I've uh, welded on uh, uh, on my Dana 44 housing. I've welded on uh, uh, spring perches and uh, uh, link uh, attachments and so forth because I'm going to link that uh, rear end one of these days. I've got the springs and the shocks, but I don't have the links yet. And, uh, now, what does that mean? Those in a little while. Well, you know your your suspension arms on your coil spring, right? That you have on the front and rear. Okay. Well, right. Uh, on a Cherokee, uh, there's leaf springs on the rear, and the leaf springs I have are good. They're they're nice and soft, and and they are very flexible. But I still want to go to uh, coil springs because I just want to improve the ride a little bit more, and uh, so. Uh, I've, I've got some springs that nobody uses, nobody's ever heard of, and uh, I think they'll work just fine. They're a, a variable rate coil from a uh, Ford Aerostar. Huh. And, uh, they're, they're quite a long spring. They're, they're 19 inches with no weight on them. 
and their variable rate and so forth. And I set the weight of the Jeep on it and down the housing with the springs in place, and uh, it'll work. Now, so, do you uh, take the old the leaf springs off to put these on? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll be taking the leaf springs off. So just like yours has coils front and rear, so that's right. what's, that's the, the level of difficulty that, that Steve is doing here. He's actually removing the leaf springs and building everything necessary wow. to put coils in the back. So Now, are you... Um, are you uh, photographing your progress? Yeah, I am, and, and I'll have a very complete write-up uh, when I'm done um, on XJ Talk. Uh, and yours is a Cherokee, yeah. right? What's that? Your Jeep is a Cherokee, it's right? A, yeah, Jeep's a Cherokee. I uh, got some uh, axles rather inexpensively from a scout that had been uh, rolled end over end. Oh, that's and, uh, sad. Actually, was laying out in the field. and So I took the guy out, and, and we hauled this piece of junk to the scrap yard, and I got the axles for a very good price. And uh, they're Dana 44s, front and rears, kind of like what you have, Tammy. Right. Only uh, they're a little narrower, and they're, they're older vintage. And... Uh, they're, they're really kind of a cool axle, uh, the front end. Uh, I didn't know this until I got into it, but uh, most of the uh, Dana 44s have a six-bolt spindle. The spindle's held on by six bolts, mm-hmm. like on your Chevy pickup, Tony. Right. But this stock, uh, they had to make it, they wanted to make everything a little bit heftier since they had developed a bad wrap over their uh, Dana 30 front end, so they have an eight-bolt spindle which is fine by me because uh, I have one of those cool stories about how I ripped a spindle off one day on my <laughs> Dana 44 and my CJ. Thanks. So, uh, anyway, uh, looking forward to getting it all done, and, and I'll have uh, lots of Dana 44s front and rear. So let me just make sure uh, for the audience and, and Tammy, unless, Tammy, you already know, the spindle would be the lug nuts where the, the wheel attaches to the, to the axle. So, okay. so instead of it being six, uh, six lug nuts, it would be eight. Is nope. that what you're saying, Steve? No, nope, no. Nope. Uh, the spindle, Tammy's Jeep and your Jeep, Tony, and my Jeep currently on the front end has what's called a unit bearing. Right. And that has the uh, the hub and everything. That's where you bolt the wheel on it. Right. It has five studs. And... Uh, uh, prior to unit bearings, uh, the old school way to do things, and they still do it, uh, not everything has gone to unit bearings, but they had a, a tube with a flange on it, and it would accept two uh, tapered roller bearings, and you would put them on there, and you'd cinch them down with a nut just right, not too tight, not too loose. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and then the axle shaft would go through that tube and then have a flange that bolts on the end of it that attaches to the uh, outside of the hub. Right. Well, once upon a time, I was uh, at Winchester Bay on the Oregon coast. And I had my sand tires on, and, and uh, I had gone up the tallest part of the dune in the, what they call a cathedral, a sort of a rounded sand bowl. And it, you can have all kinds of fun there, and everybody gathers to 
do stuff there at that spot. Anyway, I'd gone up to the highest point, put the little U.E. at the top, and I was coming down, and I just let it run. And uh, when it uh, hit the bottom, it was, you know, a nice gradual uh, transition, but uh, the G's were such that it just sort of flattened the jeep down on the, on the axles. Mm-hmm. And Thanks. it ripped the spindle off. <laughs> so, uh, fortunately, uh, there was a guy that lived out behind those sand dunes, and I was able to catch a ride from a guy with an Odyssey, and we went out to his buddy's house, mm-hmm. and we, uh, I bought a, a new steering knuckle from him, and I went back out there and got my tools out, put the new knuckle on, and drove back to camp before dark. Oh, Jeez. wow. Always fun. Yeah. Now, it yeah. has... So anyway, has... Now I get to have eight bolts on there instead of six. Gotcha. So you think the uh, the eight bolts would have uh, uh, handled the G-Force better? I think so, yeah. Well, 30% more bolts than... Uh, uh, than the six, so I'm I'm sure it's stronger. Yeah, I would say so. Now, is is this normal that people with Cherokees change out the leaf springs for coil springs? No, no. It's, okay, uh, terribly common, but it's it's done. I'm not the only guy. No, no. I was going to say, are you the first? Oh is this no, like no. a scoop. It's a Jeep talk show scoop. Yeah. No, no. Well, I can't uh, wait you, to see the pictures. There's a guy that goes by Pookopotamus. He has a linked rear end, too. It's very mm-hmm. flexible. Pookopotamus? Yeah. I don't even think I've ever pronounced it. Uh, <laughs> on Next Year Talk, <laughs> I've seen those posts. He does a lot of good work on his uh, on his rig. Um, and uh, I, th- I think a lot of the coil, coil uh, I want to say coil over, the coil conversions, rear coil conversions I see on Cherokees, I think many of them are are not daily drivers, and many of them are not even driven on the on the street. Oh, they're so, like off road vehicles. Yeah, but uh, I don't think Steve, you're not going that direction on yours. Your yours is going to be uh, street drivable because you don't tow where you to where you're yeah. going to. You drive to where you're going to, and and then you use the jeep to drive back. Yeah, uh, and, and in fact, uh, one of these days I'll probably drive it across country. Uh, oh, you could come visit me at Ross yeah. Creek. Yeah, I might meet up with you and make you take me wheeling. How's that? <laughs> well, I'll meet up with you, but you will have to take me wheeling because I'm sure you have way more experience than me. <laughs> I'll follow you. She'll spot for you, Steve. How's yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he wants to put his Jeep's life on the line. <laughs> when she's when she's yeah, when she's cussing and and making these these faces yeah. like oh my god then you'll know that that's yeah. not a good line. <laughs> I've never spotted yeah. before. That's all right. I think a lot yeah, of people that do it. spotting haven't spotted before. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in regard to what you're asking, Tony, uh, you know, like uh, Dana with his Jeep did a a four leg suspension mm-hmm. with the uh, hind joints and so forth. I don't like regular hind joints because they get loose after a while. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to grease them or anything. So what I'm going to do is what I did with my front. I I went from a four-link to a three-link. Uh, and I'm going to do the same on the back. I'm going to have a three-link suspension on the rear. And uh, I read something interesting the other day, Tony, and... Uh, I don't know exactly why this happens, but 
the uh, engineers at Deep uh, were aware that if you had a four-link suspension like we have on our all of our Jeeps, Tammies mm-hmm. uh, and Ponies and mine, or what mine used to be, that that suspension can have a death wobble. But if you have a three-link suspension, it doesn't get death wobble. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I have never that heard that before. That's interesting. Wow. So, uh, and, and I certainly haven't had any trouble with death wobble since I went to my three-link. Uh, in fact, I don't even run a steering stabilizer anymore. So uh, the three link, if I remember correctly, the three link is uh, three link is also more flexible. You get more uh, uh, f- more movement out of the uh, out of the component since you have one less rod holding it to the jeep. Well, it also has. Uh, there, there's no stress within the bushings when it flexes. That makes uh, sense. And it looks very smooth. Uh, we've got some 15 mile an hour speed bumps that I. Just love to take it any old speed I want. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do that too. I always like speed bumps in the in the lifted Jeep. Uh, my wife right. doesn't always like it, but I know yeah, the, my son gets mad in I'll, the morning on the way to school. I know the suspension uh, will will take it just fine. Uh, but uh, so, uh, Steve, if you're not using Heim joints, uh, maybe you said, but what are you going to use if you're not using Heim joints? Well, I have uh, I currently have in my three link setup. I, I use some uh, flex joints on one end and some bushings on the other, and the, the flex joints are quite large. Uh, they're, they're larger than Johnny joints, and they're rebuildable. Okay. And uh, uh, they're also adjustable. Uh, they, they have uh, some threaded uh, spanner rings that uh, if your inserts get a little bit worn or whatever, just take your spanner wrench and tighten them up. And uh, I've done that once after two years. Hmm. So they're, they're pretty good. So you're running this on the front right now with uh, with what you currently have? Yes. And, and also I have made a, uh, a track bar that has those on both ends. It's quite a heavy track bar. And, and yes, I have tried it out. Uh, I took a pretty good hit on the side and nothing broke, so. Uh, <laughs> Always a good sign. Uh, <laughs> it's a track bar that has no no give to it, you know, which is probably why I can get away without worrying about a steering stabilizer. Mm-hmm. Well, man, Steve, I wish you were I wish you were closer. Uh, I bet you a lot of people wish you oh. were closer. It'd be fun to hang out at your shop, count cats, totally. and uh, see what you're working on. Laura, I would learn so much. Well, I have had people hang out at my shop, but then they just go away. They don't come back. Oh no! Well, maybe you shamed them. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> I had a, a guy that uh, was in town here. He was on XJ Talk for a while. He was kind of a lurker, but uh, uh, he uh, wanted to lift his jeep and he wanted to swap motors, and so we lifted his jeep and and I made him do all the work. But I showed him everything to do to swap engines. Perfect. And, uh, so he. Put another inline six in it and got it going, and we and we lifted his uh, jeep. He found a bunch of stuff on Craigslist, and we went to the wrecking yard and got some stuff, and, and wow. he got it all done cheap. But uh, then he moved away. Haven't seen or heard from him since. Hmm. He could have stayed uh, stayed in contact on xjtalk.com. I wonder. Uh, I don't know. Some people just don't feel comfortable uh, talking, uh, sharing what's going on. 
uh, on a forum, uh, and I can't yeah. say I blame very uh, blame many of them. You can really uh, get your uh, rear end hurt on on some of these forums. It's amazing oh, how people yeah. attack other people. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, another guy, uh, another guy above Timberline. He uh, brought his jeep to my shop, and and uh, he was having death wobble issues, this and that and the other. And so uh, I changed out some of his stuff and. And got it straightened out for him, and he did some favors for me. But I seen him once afterwards. He did do me a favor. Oh, that's uh, good. But, yeah. Uh, you always got to, uh, if someone helps you out, you should help them out or, you know, pay it forward. Right. All right, Steve, we're going to wrap it up. Yep. Uh, I don't uh, I don't think I caught you on uh, xgtalk.com. Uh, I mean, I, I did a general Happy New Year, Merry Christmas thing, but just uh, wish you a, a belated Merry yeah. Christmas and uh, a Happy New Year. And uh, thank you a lot for calling in tonight. Yeah, great story. I love hearing about your work on your Jeep. Yeah, I want to see it. I need to see some pictures <laughs> online. It's a project that's never done. No. All right, we'll yeah. see you later. Of course not. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Yeah, it's, we're gonna have to start calling this the Jeep Talk Calling Show with Tony, Steve, and Tammy. Hey, well, you know, if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna call in and get on the show, call in. If uh, if we got a, a good caller, we're gonna talk to them. You know, it's yep. uh, it's yep. it's not about moving along; it's about uh, sharing no. the stories of the individuals that uh, listen to us here on the the Jeep Talk Calling Show and the Jeep Talk Show, and hell, even xjtalk.com and wranglertalk.com, and of, uh, of course the new jeeptalkforum.com, where you can go and get uh, the story behind the story or ask questions about uh, the stories that you hear on uh, on the shows. So that's about it for what we have for tonight. Yeah, we, we did our full 30 minutes. Normally, we the second half of the show is just talk about anything, and I guess we kind of well, we did, did that, that with yeah. the, the Leaf Springs. Hey, folks, don't forget Thursday nights. You can join us here for the Jeep Talk Show podcast with Tony, Josh, and myself. And that's every Thursday night at 10 o'clock Central, uh, 11 o'clock Eastern for all you East Coasters. And every Tuesday night, we do the Jeep Talk Show call-in, the Deep Jeep Talk call-in show, where you can call in live and we pick a topic to talk about. And next week, I want to talk about headlights. Do you still run your stock headlights on your Jeep? I've been having a little issue with my LED headlights and maybe I'll give you tips. But anyway, folks, appreciate you calling in, Steve, and everyone joining us in the talk in the chat room. And Tony? Yes, yes. You know, I had a uh, conversation with somebody the other day uh, on uh, Facebook, uh, our Facebook page, Deep Talk Show. They were asking if we had done any shows about motor oil. And I thought about it. I said, oh, you know, I don't think so. And uh, they, they are a brand new Jeep Cherokee owner, bought a 1994 Cherokee. And uh, he was interested in knowing what kind of motor oil to put in it. And I gave him my ideas, but we have not actually had a show about motor oil. So I'm uh, uh, thinking about it, maybe collecting some, some information. And I don't know, maybe uh, you guys have some ideas about uh, what motor oil you should run in your uh, Jeep 4.0 in Line 6. And... Uh, Hell, we, uh, I don't know. I think we got a subject coming up for the main show uh, real soon, Tammy. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. All right, you guys have a great Jeep week. We'll see you Thursday, Thursday 10 night. p.m. Central Time. Uh, you won't see Tammy because she's taken off again. Yes, uh, for uh, the dreaded first annual thingy. 
Well, that's a teaser. <laughs> yeah. You, I'll let you and Josh talk about it. You guys, you have my permission to talk about oh, okay. my procedure. Well, well, I was, you guys can joke away. I was, I'll start one here. I'll say, uh, I was going to say before you, before you jumped in there, I was going to say, you know, if you keep taking off like this, you're going to have to, you're going to get a spanking where you can't yeah. even sit down. Yeah. <laughs> you see well, where, I, where I was going there? Yep. <laughs> Tammy's having a procedure done on Thursday. I'll just leave it at that. You guys have joint. A- yeah. Listen to Tony and Josh. They'll joke about it all <laughs> Thursday night. Oh, Tammy got hurt. She didn't come tonight. All right, I'll see you guys later. Good night. <laughs>